This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big line? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome back. Um, Cortez, you just heard from Todd Benzman. You see the scheming they're doing. And people should understand, this is very well thought through. That's why these investigations are going to be so important, to get the investigate. We're not going to jump to impeachment, impeaching people. That's political. We're going to get to the investigations of how they're subverting the laws of the United States of America. Steve Cortez, is this, is this yes. the, the, one of the most awful things I've ever seen, sir? And by the way, it's crushing – it's crushing because remember the things that are going to start playing up. Hey, to get rid of inflation, we got to – the problem is the lowest uh, paid workers in the country are making too much and that we need to flood the zone with cheap labor there to take down inflation. Steve Cortez. Yeah, listen, our uh, opponents here, unfortunately, they're very crafty, right? They're devious and very crafty because what they're attempting here uh, and perhaps can pull off is to simply make the process of invading our country more orderly, uh, but no less dangerous, no less punishing for the sovereignty of the United States and for regular American citizens. That New York Times article, it was fascinating that within the article, they actually quote the Mexican Ministry of Finance. And here's what the Mexicans said. They, they praised America for, quote, opening pathways for regular migration and considerably reducing the risks associated with irregular migration. Okay, so that's what this is about, is that they're trying to control the optics. They don't want the messy scene, just as you said, uh, particularly places like Del Rio. They, they can't have those optics anymore. They know that doesn't play domestically in the United States. So instead, they're using an app to effectively pre-legalize in Mexico these illegal migrants so that they come into the United States in a more orderly fashion. The result, though, is the same or perhaps even worse because it's going to be more efficient in some ways. It, it might actually mean it, the net effect will actually be more yep. illegal migrants coming into America. Okay, so the solution to our current economic pro- program is based upon, obviously, you got to, Cortez wants to attach it as a, you know, sine qua non to the deal on, on the on debt ceiling, besides fiscal house and order, no more, and stop the printing of money or the Federal Reserve. But the central beating heart, and Dave Walsh going to be on tonight, and you know this, Cortez, because you preach this, uh, is... You've got to you've got to unleash American energy. The Trump economic program was full spectrum energy dominance. To, I want people to understand how that ain't going to happen. Not under this Biden regime in the net zero carbon. And the biggest tell we have, uh, Steve Cortez, tell me about Chevron. Yes, news out today. Chevron just announced, uh, and the stock's near an all-time high. Stock is soaring on this news. A seventy-five billion dollar buyback of its own stock. To put that in context, by the way, its previous buyback program, which was considered massive, was twenty-five billion. That has ended, and they've now announced three times that big. Steve, that's over a 
fifth of their total market value. It's 22% of the total worth of the company that they're going to be buying back. Now, I think this tells us two things, and both of them uh, are very bad news. First of all, it's that financial engineering in our economy has become far more important than actual production uh, right now. That, that's the sad reality. Buybacks used to be illegal, and they were illegal for a very good reason, uh, because you shouldn't allow company executives to be able to publicly manipulate the stock price, often to reward themselves by hitting uh, options targets that they need to hit for the stock price. The second aspect, though, which is so critical, which I think you were getting at, is that they're choosing to take their profits and instead of reinvesting, particularly reinvesting in domestic American energy production, they'd rather engage in stock buybacks, right? So great for the current shareholders of Chevron, great for the executives of Chevron, but terrible for the United States, not yeah. creating the jobs that we need in the energy sector and not giving yeah. us the kind of cheap, reliable, this, dependable domestic energy that we need to power our economy. Uh, by the way, there was some guy in the White House in uh, 17 that fought against uh, having on the tr Trump tax cut any, he had to ban stock buybacks of money. Who was, oh, that's right. Steve Bannon. This is a scam. This is another scam. This is just financial engineering. They're telling you $75 billion is not going to be reinvested in, uh, in increasing production, distribution, all of it, to make us not just energy independent, but full-spectrum energy dominant. Uh, Steve, this is a combination of ESG. It's a combination of the net carbon madness of the, of the new cult religion of the Biden regime. Uh, many of it, but it's also it's all, this is the Republican Party's guy getting back at this and say no 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 we can't do this financial engineering no more games, the cash that gets generated goes back into capital equipment into production and exploration. Steve Cortez, how do people get to you? Uh, how do they get to your Substack, all your content? Yes, please find me on the Twitter. I'm at Cortez Steve Cortez with an S. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Cortez, and thanks for sticking around. Okay, I've got the hops coming up, something very disturbing. But I, got it, I want to get in Mark Mitchell. I think we're going to get Caroline Wren towards the end of the show from out there and because I think they're doing an oppo dump on the great Scott Presler and maybe some other people, and I want to get her voice in here. But we've asked, uh, we've asked Rasmussen. First off, I just want to make sure we go back. So the beginning of the show is about the, death, the fight we're going to have, the central fight that's going to define McCarthy as speaker. On the desk, just remind me. I think you're the only people who've done any serious polling on this. Where do the American people stand? If they put the gun to the American people's head and say, "Oh my gosh, it's going to be a government shutdown," where do the American people stand on that issue, Mark Mitchell? They say, "Bring it." The American people like fiscal responsibility, and we asked them, "Would you prefer a partial shutdown in order to achieve, you know, balanced spending, or would you?" Uh, rather avert a shutdown by raising the, the debt ceiling. And 56% of American voters say they want the partial shutdown. 34% do not. So, I mean, that's about as big as you can get in this politicized climate. And independents are right there with Republicans and wanting this thing uh, 70, what is this, 73 to 22% is the Republican numbers. And for the independents, it's 56% to 30%. So independents are on the Republican side, and the Democrats are basically split. 41% uh, of Democrats say they don't mind a government shutdown either. But it's, uh, you know, it's the end of the world in D.C. every time that we have this discussion. You know, this shows you the, 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 the mass of the people don't have Harvard MBAs, but they got common sense, and they understand what has to happen here. And they're not going to take – and the heat is going to come. 
because you're going to have people here in full meltdown, turning your hair out, the full faith and credits, the end of the capital market. That's all a lie. And every day on the show, we're going to hammer it. We're going to give you numbers and, and calls to action here in a moment. You also did some polling on the RNC. Tell me yeah, thanks you, for having us smart on. enough to include Lindell in this. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, go we ahead were and, the only and talk people. to us about talk to us about that. Uh, yeah, first talk, let tell me say, I mean, look at all this change. Even a meager Republican majority in the House brought us. But let us not forget that the Republicans should perceive November as one of the biggest electoral upsets in history. After just six months of, of Biden, Trump was winning rematches by double digits. The, the generic ballot was a 13-point lead, which is the highest lead we ever had Republicans in our polling history. And most importantly, a conservative message played to all the major voter concern issues that you know voters told us were forefront in their mind. And you know, since November, we've been really digging into Republican leadership and what Republican voters think about them. And Republican voters do not like their leaders. We asked back in November, do they want to keep Mitch McConnell? Do they want to keep Kevin McCarthy or do they want somebody new? And you know, everybody wanted Mitch McConnell gone and and yet he's still there. And Kevin McCarthy, you know, he couldn't get to a majority either. And I think one of the things you're seeing is they call it the establishment because it's established. And so there's this vote tomorrow. The RNC is going to pick their new leader. And Mike Lindell's been out there campaigning. And, you know, the way the press is treating him is, is horrifying. He's being, you know, thought of as a fringe candidate. So we said, all right, well, how many, you know, voters actually would support him? And he wins among Republicans in a pair up between Harmeet Dillon and Ronna McDaniel. Of course, Ronna McDaniel is being talked about everywhere in the mainstream press as some, you know, heavily favored incumbent. And, you know, she comes in third place behind Harmeet Dillon. So if you look at the Republican numbers, and this is 1,000 U.S. likely voters, so just among Republicans, Mike Lindell wins 30% of the vote. Harmeet Dillon comes in second with 20%. Ronna McDaniel, third, if 15 percent, and only 15 percent of Republicans want some other candidate. Now, of course, you know, there's a pretty good chunk of not sure's because this is some pretty esoteric stuff for your everyday Republican voter. But Mike Lindell is the favorite, according to our numbers. And, uh, yeah, we asked it in a really straightforward way. Attorney Harmie Dillon and businessman Mike Lindell are challenging Ronna McDaniel to become chair of the Republican National Committee. And we also asked Ronna McDaniel favorability numbers, but then we also asked a very telling question about, well, let me just read it. In terms of helping elect candidates for their party, which has been more effective in the recent years, the Democrat National Committee or the Republican National Committee, or have they both been about the same? So all voters see that the DNC is twice as effective as the RNC in getting their candidates elected. Uh, among Democrats, <laughs> Democrats have a lot of faith in their party, 59% to 8%, the DNC to the RNC among Democrats. But among Republicans, only 43% of Republicans think the RNC is getting their candidates elected. And 26% of Republicans say, yeah, no, the DNC is better. So 21% say they're about equal, 26% say the DNC is better. And only 43% of Republicans have faith that the RNC is getting their candidates elected. Very, very different than the Democrat numbers among Democrats. And three to one independents say that the DNC is better at getting people elected than the RNC. So there's not a lot of trust in the party apparatus. Republicans want new leaders and they haven't gotten them. 
Uh, Mark, how do people get to your YouTube and everything to do with Rasmussen? Because you're pulling topics, whether it's Ukraine, debt ceiling, all of it, the other people are not right now. And that's very telling and informative. Where do people go? Yep. We're on Gab, Getter, Truth Social. And Twitter is where all of our freshest posts go. Uh, Rasmussen underscore poll. And people should come to our site and sign up for a free daily newsletter, too. We, we put all our polling out. So you'll get it there uh, and on Twitter first. Mark Mitchell from Rasmussen, thank you very much, sir. Great job. Thanks for having me. Mike, Mike Lindell, 30. Harmeet, 20. Rana, 15. Pretty telling, and they dismiss uh, Lindell as an absolute uh, joke, the mainstream media. I want to bring in uh, Jim Hoff and his great uh, correspondent, Kara Castronata. Uh, Jim, uh, Jim, first, we're about to see some very – by the way, the job Kara uh, and, uh, did the other day – uh, on this uh, Ray Epps thing is still very chilling uh, and, and brilliant. But you've got some very disturbing footage. And Real America's Voice, the team in Denver, has done a good job. We can only show certain amounts of it because of the brutality. Explain to us what you have, what you found, and what we're about to see. Thanks, Steve, for having us on with this very important uh, report that we put up this morning. It's explosive, this video. No one's ever seen this. We purchased this video uh, recently. And what it shows is that on January 6th, the media will not report this, but there were four individuals who died that day. One of the people who died was Roseanne Boylan. She was there uh, with some friends. She was uh, in the wrong place at the wrong time. She got smothered and gassed. And as you're watching, your, your viewers are watching right now, she was beaten with a baton by one of the officers several times as she was laying motionless on the ground on January 6th on the U.S. Capitol steps. Uh, You've had Philip Anderson on your show. He's a black conservative who was also knocked out. He, he was revived, but Roseanne was not revived. Jake Lang uh, helped try to rescue this woman. He was pushed back. He's a January 6th prisoner at this time. But they're beating her in this video. And, and what we released today was video of Roseanne bleeding from the nose on the U.S. Capitol steps, bleeding from her eyes. She was, she was dead. The police did not help this woman. It was Trump supporters who came in, and it's just heart-wrenching when you see the video that we put up today, along with this video that you're watching right now. Um, but this video just shows uh, just how brutal the police were with these with these uh, protesters, and just ruthless as they mush-piled um, uh, people on top of each other um, without any concern. And uh, so it's, it's really a heartbreaking video. I hope your audience watches it at the Gateway Pundit. And thank you. Kara for, for uh, finding this. Hey, yeah, hang on one second. Kara Castronova, Jim Hoff, I think we're going to get Julie Kelly. I think what's sh the most shocking besides the brutality of it is why are we seeing it now in the Gateway Pundit in January of 2023? That is the question. Next, in the war room. Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, a deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. 
Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bannon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text Bandit to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um, I want to bring in Jim Hoff. Jim, you know, the War Room uh, posse, this audience is the most informed in all media, and we've we focus on signal, not noise, and putting people not tomorrow's news today, six months from now today, in important things. I would rest, I would guess that maybe eighty to eighty five percent of this audience would you would say Rosalind and Boylan. You go who what? I think I've heard that name, but this is what I'm missing. They just spent two years, and they have a nine hundred page document. And then you can link to all the testimony. Nine, I think 845 pages. And Darren Beatty wrote an introduction for the one that Tony Lyons put out. And I have a chance to go through it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Was Roseanne Boylan's name ever mentioned in any of those uh, hearings of any of that, sir? Or is it in the book, the official document they put together? Is Ro- Roseanne Boylan's name mentioned? You know, Steve, we did a search last night of the document that was released, the final report. And we looked for Roseanne Boylan. We did not see her name mentioned at all in this whole report. It should be infuriating to your audience that this is happening. Another thing about Roseanne, the media just whisked this story away and said, oh, she died from an overdose. And Roseanne is a recovering alcoholic. She was a recovering addict. She was leading meetings uh, before she went to the Capitol that day. And this is how they smear her. And then they disregard her and just... Move her out of the way. It's disgusting when you see this. She, she was a valuable person with a life and uh, loved ones and a family that loved her. And they have ignored her and they have just treated it like no big deal, just a casualty. And and Liz Cheney and the January 6th committee did nothing, did not say anything about this woman. Shame on them. They had this footage. They knew this happened. And they did not even mention this poor woman who died on the U.S. Capitol steps that day. I just want to make sure I just that we understand this. What do we know as right now is the time of her death, sir? I think Kara has that information. Of course, it was in the afternoon, and uh, it was bef- during the violence at that western side of the U.S. Capitol. Yeah. But hang on. Let me bring Kara Kessernova, the great reporter, who, by the way, her and the other reporter uh, pals with the caught that amazing thing on the Ray Epps video. In the trial, Kara, amazing! You caught that. That's a game changer. When did Thank Roseanne? Ro- approximately when did Ro- Kara? Approximately when did Roseanne Boylan die? She died approximately a little bit after four o'clock, from what I recollect. Um, about four twenty. So, um, you know, it's and, and why is her name? But why is her why Kara? Is her why is her name didn't... never mentioned? Why? Why? Why is? Why is it never mentioned in the testimony? Why she never included those that died? And look, your your footage, she was beaten like a dog. They right. beat her like a dog. Why was that never brought up, ma'am? 
It was never brought up because it doesn't go with the government's narrative of January 6th. Um, I've been shouting this from the rooftops with the Gateway Pundit that Roseanne Boylan died that day. She was beaten by police. And that doesn't go with the narrative that the police were heroes that day. I'm a back the blue person. But when cops are wrong, they're wrong. A policewoman was seen beating her. Um, they were responsible for Roseanne Boylan's death, according to a lot of witnesses. And there are about a dozen men in jail right now, part of the whole political prisoners down in D.C., that the government is calling terrorists. And there's video after video of these men who look unhinged for no reason, screaming, cursing, throwing things. And people think this was because they were angry over a stolen election, which of course they were, but they were watching a woman get beaten and a woman was killed before their very eyes. The government very conveniently in the January 6th committee hearing cut all this footage so you wouldn't see why these men were so upset. They were literally witnessing the, uh, the death of Roseanne Boylan. And if you see the footage that we're going to put out on Gateway Pundit today, and I don't know if you're going to air it, Steve, it's really heart-wrenching footage. These men that they painted as terrorists are actually just regular guys that were trying to save this woman's life. And literally... Uh, it, it's just so heartbreaking because they're being portrayed as terrorists by the government. So, so, you know, if this footage comes out, and I know for a fact the January 6th committee has it, I have sources that, I know for a fact the January 6th committee has this exact clip that we're playing right now. Um, they never, they chose not to play it. They chose not to mention Roseanne Boylan's name for a reason. Her family is upset. It's been two years now. The January 6th committee was tasked with the job to get the truth out about January 6th. They wasted an incredible amount of resources and taxpayer dollars, and they never mentioned the names of the four people that died that day besides Ashley Babbitt. They only mentioned that the cops were killed that day and that never happened. So it's disgraceful and it's time people start saying Roseanne Boylan's name. I think this video will be a game changer. Politicians will start paying attention. They'll open up an investigation, hopefully, into these deaths and what really happened on January 6th. Uh, Jim, before, by the way, Kara, fantastic. And Kara has been the tip of the spear in this. Jim, before we let you guys go, we're going to put up all the footage we can. And we appreciate Real America's Voice doing the editing uh, that you have to do to play this on on TV. Um, This was part of the 14,000 hours that Nancy Pelosi specifically held back. But Cheney and Kinzinger knew about this. I just want to make sure that guy, that guy, every time he was up there slobbering and blubbering and crying on TV and the big tears, you know, man up, dude, man up. It's even pathetic. Yeah. For, well, I won't say that. Um, but they knew this, and they. Speci- I just want to make sure people know this footage exists, and they purposely withheld it from the American people. Is that? Am I correct in that? Absolutely, Steve. And uh, this is just a, an amazing angle that we were able to obtain. And um, I hope that your audience starts mentioning Roseanne Boylan. This poor woman. Um, who died that day on the U.S. Capitol steps with blood coming out of her nose. And uh, it's just heartbreaking. And uh, I've never seen anything like it. And shame on these people who have regard for life that they would use, not even mention her because they had a political plan and that's what they did. And that's what Liz Cheney did. They produced a political document and they don't even mention this poor dying woman. It's tragic. It's un-American. It's, it's inhumane. Well, we commit that we will work with uh, Kara and yourself and the great team at, uh, at Gateway Pundit and American Greatness, everybody, to set things right here. This is not acceptable. And now you, now you understand why there has to be a continuation of J6 in a real committee to get to the bottom of exactly what happened here. All the deaths, all the killings. Right. What the Fed, what the Fed agents were. They won't let it happen in a courtroom. 
against these political prisoners, but we're going to do it here. Jim Hoft, how do, how do we get to how do we get to Gateway Pundit to see more of this footage today? So uh, thegatewaypundit.com. We're on uh, Gateway Pundit on Getter, Twitter, Gab, Telegram. So uh, you can find us out there. I hope your audience comes and checks this out. Thanks so much. We're going to make it go viral. Uh, Kara, how do people get to you? You're, 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 you are becoming a legend in your reporting on this. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, go to me. I'm on at Kara Kashinov on Getter and on Twitter. Keep following us at the Gateway Pundit. Please check that footage out and share it everywhere. It's heartbreaking. Um, I know you're blocking Rosanna, blurring her out right now, but you see her literally um, unconscious bleeding and the people freaking out. I think it's a game changer, and I think we need to make this video go viral today so that people start paying attention and asking questions and asking why the government has been hiding this woman's death for two years now. Kara, thank you. By the way, the Gateway Pundit, you see it in its raw footage. We just can't show that on TV. The Real American Voice team did a great job. But if you want to see the raw thing, you got to go over to Gateway Pundit and see the articles by Kara. Thank you. And, and it, we have a second edition coming out tomorrow. We have more information on this story coming out tomorrow. We'll, 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 have, you, we'll, have, you, we'll have you on every day. Just, trust me. This is the, we got to put this front and center. we got to set things right here. Okay, The people, the political prisoners deserve it. The Roseanne Boylan and Ashley Babbitt deserve it, must have it, but the American people deserve it too, and history deserves it. We're not yes. going to let it be written by Pelosi and Kinziger and Cheney. They're scum. They're scum. The people of Wyoming turfed her out, and Kinziger knew he was going to get turfed out, but the good folks in Illinois, that's why he didn't run again. The American people and MAGA understand what these people are. They're scum. Okay, that's why there must be a formal investigation on this. Jim, Kara, thank you. Julie Thank Kelly, you, American Greatness. You've been on this watch. Thanks, guys. You've been on this watch <clears throat> from the beginning. Give me your assessment, ma'am. Well, I started covering Roseanne Boylan's death in uh, the summer of 2021 when there was some initial video and then Philip Anderson's testimony about what happened to her. Um, so I and I'm very grateful for Gateway Pundit for finding this video. Steve, this is one thing that the Republicans and your viewers are going to have to come to terms with. January 6, 2021 was probably the biggest instance of police brutality that this country has seen since the civil rights movement. It happened on a scale that I don't think I've ever seen. I'm still shocked every time I see a video. And by the way, American Greatness, we have body cam footage from a police officer we posted last week that shows how police handled Roseanne Boylan's body uh, and before they dragged her through this tunnel filled with toxic gas and vomit for people throwing up from this toxic gas, dragged her like an animal through this tunnel and then tried to resuscitate her for about 40, 50 minutes. She was declared officially dead at 6.09 p.m. that night, but it was obvious that she was dead before that. That this was police brutality. This was lethal force that was used against Roseanne Boylan, just like they used against Ashley Babbitt and two other men who died, Kevin Grayson and Benjamin Phillips, who died about around two o'clock because police were throwing flashbangs, stun grenades, rubber bullets into this crowd standing outside. Uh, we have more video body cam footage we posted on Tuesday. I've got more clips up on Twitter, individual. These, these were not police officers, Steve. These were thugs. These were Gestapo. They are Nancy Pelosi and Muriel Bowser stormtroopers. They used protesters as personal punching bags. 
What I saw again last night, new body cam footage, I, I just, it infuriates me. So to your point, the truth has to be told. If we're gonna tell the truth about January 6th, the biggest story is that this was a massive event of police brutality against political protesters. Okay. Hang on, we're gonna take a short break. We'll have you back. I've got uh, Dr. Malone. We got this huge investigation by Veritas. Dr. Malone joins us. Tracy Beans joins us. Um, but I gotta hold Julie Kelly over. Julie Kelly, short commercial break. Back with Julie Kelly from American Breakfast in a moment. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters, sq.com. And download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Okay. Um, and we're going to spend more time on this, a lot more time. But uh, and I think Poso brings up a good point. We got it. Julie, take a minute and just walk through the basic narrative of the death of Roseanne Boylan, ma'am. So Roseanne Boyland uh, traveled to D.C. with uh, a friend of hers. They attended the rally. They walked to the Capitol. Somehow she was in this lower West Terrace tunnel where a lot of this police brutality uh, continued. So it looked like she was there about four o'clock. What was happening in that tunnel is D.C. and Capitol Police were dousing people with a highly toxic chemical spray that they had been using really for hours that afternoon. Um, she was, it seemed to have been as, asphyxiated as others complained about this gas. And then police shoved with their bodies and riot um, shields the, these protesters trying to get them out of the tunnel uh, after they were beating and gassing them. People were tumbling on top of each other. It looks like she was suffocated uh, and trampled on. And then as her body is pulled out of this tunnel, you could see in the uh, Gateway Pundit and other video that has been made available that she was then beaten, uh, her lifeless body beaten by um, a DC police officer. As her friend is screaming, stop, stop, she's dead, she's dead, someone please help us. And she died, uh, the official, she died at 6.09 p.m. when they finished trying to uh, resuscitate, but looks like she may have died a little earlier. 
Uh, she did die earlier. Epic Times actually has also done great coverage of this. They have video surveillance video from the tunnel where uh, you see first responders trying to resuscitate her. But Steve, the official report on her death from the D.C. coroner is that she died of uh, amphetamine overdose that day. And of course, just like everyone else, her body was cremated. So her family cannot get any sort of answers about her legitimate cause of death. But the video speaks for itself. Real quickly, you know from your reporting that the feds were all over this. This is why there has to be a formal investigation. Pelosi knew the intelligence. The feds were all over this. Was this a police riot, ma'am? It, by all indications, video, eyewitness, all the body cam footage that we're now getting from these trials underway in D.C., yes, it was. It was a riot caused by police as early as 1 o'clock that afternoon. And the, the siege and attacks on people continued inside and outside the building. Uh, as I said, I've got more body cam footage up today on Twitter uh, where people can see it. Um, but there's going to be a lot more coming out. Uh, and again, these are not normal police officers. It would be nice to have some Capitol and D.C. Metro police officers come out and speak out against what they saw. And Steve, maybe the suicides we keep hearing about, uh, officers who were on duty January 6th, maybe they didn't kill themselves because of what happened to protesters. Perhaps they were involved or they were so distraught over what they saw. These two police forces treat American citizens on public property. Perhaps that is one reason why maybe some of them took their own lives. Julie, how do people get to you to see all the new footage you've got up? And we're going to pursue this narrative now that the, 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 the footage is out. We can more... Uh, we can more easily make sure people understand it because the ro- name Roseanne Boylan is just coming into people's consciousness. How do they follow you? So all my work is at American Greatness, amgreatness.com. That's where we've got a lot of this full body cam footage if people want to see it for themselves. Um, so that's where I urge people to go. Twitter at Julie underscore Kelly too. And uh, it, just like you were, we are going to continue to cover the body cam footage, uh, put clips out there, and push Republicans to make this a major piece of their investigation into the events of it's- January 6th. It's it's it, it, it's going to be a major piece. We commit that to you that we're going to do this. It has to it has to be done. It has to be done for the good of the nation, That's not right. just for the memories so of, of Roseland Boylan and, and and and. Go ahead. You have so many men, as Kara said, who are being held under pretrial detention because they don't want this to come out at trial. They're tormenting these men into plea deals. Some of them yeah. have not taken them, but that's why this is part of the cover up. All of it has all of it has to come up, not just about the political prisoners, not just about Ashley Babbitt, Roseanne Boylan, the others that died. The country needs to know this. The country needs to know this. We need to know exactly what happened, who knew about it, who was in back of it, how it happened and who. And then we can figure out accountability. But the story, we have to come out with that. And it has to be done in a formal setting. Julie Kelly, uh, honored to have you on here. Thank you very much for all your hard work. Thanks, Steve. Going to bring in a couple more heroes. Let's play a cold open for Malone and uh, Tracy Benz. You're gaining function. You're creating a new function in virus one by adding elements from virus two, infecting one monkey and then another monkey. That's called serial passage. That appears to have been one of the technologies deployed 
in the Wuhan Institute of Virology with the humanized mouse strains uh, that I believe were obtained from uh, EcoHealth Alliance. That's an example of directed evolution. The gentleman seems to have absolutely no moral compass at all about what he's doing. The hubris and arrogance and immaturity. If this is the quality of individuals within Pfizer that are making these huge decisions that uh, risk global public health with such a casual disregard for the human toll, it's profoundly corrupt in terms of would it be feasible for Pfizer to circumvent international or national law, I think that is undeniable. And the gentleman in your investigative work has clearly indicated that Pfizer believes that it has successfully captured the regulatory apparatus of the United States government and presumably worldwide. Is brought to you by Pfizer. CBS Health Watch, sponsored by Pfizer. Anderson Cooper 360. Brought to you by Pfizer. ABC News Nightline. Brought to you by Pfizer. Making a difference. Brought to you by Pfizer. CNN Tonight. Brought to you by Pfizer. Early start. Brought to you by Pfizer. Friday night on Aaron Burnett out front. Brought to you by Pfizer. This week with George Stephanopoulos is brought to you by Pfizer. This letter report brought to you by Pfizer. Today's countdown to the royal wedding is brought to you by Pfizer. And now a CBS Sports update brought to you by Pfizer. Meet the press. Data download. Brought to you by Pfizer. This portion of CBS This Morning sponsored by Pfizer. On how to find the hidden sugars in the American family diet. Sponsored by Pfizer. Dr. Robert Malone joins us. Dr. Malone, talk to us about the Veritas investigation, your observations, and then I want to get to your thing about regulatory capture or regulatory merger and why big pharma is literally out of control right now, sir. Thanks, Steve. We're now in a situation where, obviously, there has been a complete fusion of the interests of Pfizer's uh, financial interests, their corporate interests, and uh, the U.S. government regulatory apparatus. What has occurred here is the usual Project Veritas strategy that appears to be another honey trap um, exercise. The uh, reporter involved on behalf of Veritas is actually a former Pfizer employee. And so it would appear on face that what's happened is you have a former Pfizer employee who has entered into some social sort of relationship in some way with a very senior executive from Pfizer. He's about four down from Borla. Uh, this is a director level of worldwide strategy for mRNA vaccines. This is not a trivial position, even though the gentleman be comports himself like he's about 22. Uh, he's actually a, a Yale graduate by way of Baylor, MD and uh, has ascended to quite high ranks for his young age within Pfizer. And it appears that he has gone to a bar with this other Pfizer employee, male Pfizer employee, and is uh, yucking it up here. Uh, they appear to have some longer standing interpersonal relationship that's led to his having trust. And he's just casually bragging about uh, profoundly disturbing information having to do with Pfizer's 
engagement in what is truly gain-of-function research, uh, uh, non-human primate research. Uh, he's bragging about the regulatory capture. Uh, he has he, he just tosses these amazing statements out about the combination of directed mutation or evolution in these viruses coupled with vaccine, new vaccine development being a uh, optimal cash cow, uh, that uh, this uh, outbreak is going to yield uh, continued profit for Pfizer over a long period of time. Uh, it just goes on and on. What I find stunning is that he has, there's no indication of remorse of empathy, of awareness that what he's joking about is a profound human tragedy that's ongoing. It, none of this seems to matter to him. It's, it's, this is avarice. This is about let's make money on the public. And he makes a statement that particularly ought to light up the war room audience where he says that uh, what's being done is not good for the country, but it's good for Pfizer. I, I want to go and um, um, I want to play devil's advocate just for a second with what's going sure. on at the FDA today, right? Under emergency and, and, uh, and they want to shift it to an, an use emergency powers to shift it to an annual. Yep. Is the gain of, should we have assumed in they're doing that? And they talk about the ability to, you know, ca capture this in the spring, make this new formula in May or June and be able to get it out to the market by fall. It, it would that have been was what he's saying no. they've already been working so on the, and that what, would be normal go to, ahead what you're referring to is the standard influenza strategy uh that's what they always yes. do and by the way uh what we really need to do is get adequate dosing with vitamin d as we head into the darker period of the solar cycle the fall and winter and early spring but setting that aside what, what the FDA is discussing is standard influenza vaccine strategy. What Pfizer is discussing is a strategy that was briefly deployed by the CDC when everybody was scratching their heads about why H1N1 seemed to have two fundamental variants, one that was highly pathogenic and infected deep lung, and the other that infected upper respiratory, more like Omicron does. And it was decided that those experiments should not continue. They were too risky. And in this case, Pfizer, this senior executive from Pfizer who's responsible for mRNA vaccine strategy is basically bragging that they are actively employing this. At one point, he speaks as if these are future plans. And at other points in the recording, he speaks as this is already ongoing uh, activities, developmental activities. So that's, that's what we're dealing with is a forward-looking strategy. Now, I want to say something, uh, and not to disc Kim.com, but yesterday on the Twitter spaces, he got pretty wound up in speculating that Pfizer is actively doing this and then releasing the variants. We have absolutely no evidence of that, and, and I discourage the speculation about that unless we get evidence. It is um, possible certainly, that uh, there could be uh, unintentional or intentional laboratory but, releases. Yeah. What is being but, done but here but this is, is the whole thing. This is the whole, this the whole thing. In, but hang on. But this is the whole thing in Wuhan. This is the whole thing in Wuhan. We don't know if the, you know, this Miles exactly, thinks they let it out on purpose. This is exactly what they did it, in it's Wuhan. It's inadvertent. Down yeah. to the serial passaging. Yeah. 
hang on for a second, uh, Dr. Malone. Dr. Malone's going to hang through the break. We've got Tracy Beans' amazing piece up on DC Insider. Um, we're going to get to all of it. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. It's all started. Everything's begun. And you are over. Because we're taking down the CCP. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. Okay, Getter, uh, we're putting stuff up all the time. You get amazing stuff. This is, I think, where I found uh, Tracy's uh, great piece up on Highwire. I've got an, her Uncovered DC. Dr. Malone's up there all the time. You get the immersive experience. We're going to be doing lives all day long from RNC until we're back at 5. Uh, Tracy Beans, Uncovered DC <laughs> and Highwire. First off, give us Highwire is very prominent in the space of the great work they're doing. Give me give me thirty seconds of that before we talk about this incredible piece you put up on Highwire. Sure, um, I can, which is is run by the same folks over there. Aaron Series, their attorney, and he's the one who was able to obtain the uh, records from the FDA. They'd like to have kept hidden for about seventy five years that um, examine the safety data behind the Pfizer vaccines. So just understand everything that Naomi Wolf and the 3,500 Warren Posse, the book is now number three, right? Your compilation of just the reports you've done on that is because of the people over ICANN and Dale Bigtree and, and uh, Highwire. They're the ones that went to court and got the 75 years, which is obscenity to have in the first place. Walk us through your piece, uh, Tracy. 
Sure. In short, DARPA has been working with Moderna for, for over a decade to develop mRNA technology. What they want to be able to do is within 60 days of anybody getting sick with any weird virus across the, the world, they want to be able to take the blood of a survivor and then create a vaccine that can inoculate the population with it. And so as time went on, they were trying to get this right. Eventually, right before the pandemic hit, they, they announced a phase one trial had been successful in 22 participants. Uh, successful in, in producing antibodies, Steve, not necessarily successful in the way we'd like to see success. Um, and then all of a sudden, out comes the very first trial of the mRNA um, COVID vaccine. And Moderna had never brought a vaccine to market, let alone uh, had approval from the FDA. And again, this is emergency use on, on the Moderna vaccine. But, you know, CEPI and Bill Gates gets involved here and they give the manufacturing capability. And it's really just important to note that this uh, lipid nanoparticle technology had never been tested before in humans before March um, of 2020. So DARPA was working on this for years with Moderna. Moderna gets the opportunity in the pandemic to roll it out worldwide. They take it from really little, little work in humans and just grand scale it across the globe in a very short amount of time. And now they're talking about other viruses that they want to use the technology for, like Marburg, like Zika, like MERS and SARS. Um, so they're, they're just looking to roll out mRNA across, across the globe with the help of the World Economic Forum, Bill and Melinda Gates and um, and DARPA. Uh, Tracy, where do people go to get your writing on Highwire and uh, Uncovered DC, ma'am? Sure, you can go to highwire.com and I've got my page over there. Really excited to be working with these folks. And also you can just go to uncoverdc.com. Find me on socials. I'm on Getter. Stream my podcast live there three days a week. And I'm also on uh, Twitter and Truth at Tracy Beans. Remember, we wouldn't be down as far as we are on the knowledge of this and the understanding of the reports if they had not taken the risk and gone to court to reverse this obscenity of, like I say, it's like the Warren Commission, where Warren said, not in your life, not in our lifetime will we ever know the details of, of, of President Kennedy's assassination. That was the same logic. 75 years, people, icon, uh, Dale Bigtree, his great lawyer, and uh, Highwire. So, Tracy, thanks. Uh, thanks so much for coming on here. Brilliant piece. Thanks, Steve. Thanks. Dr. Malone, you're kind of one of the you're the one of the fathers of this. I've got to ask you: Is it your professional opinion is Pfizer doing the same type of? Are they, do you believe, from what you've seen from this investigative report, that Pfizer may be doing the same type of gain of function experiment that was in the Wuhan lab? So, what, whatever anybody said yesterday that they're purposely putting it out, it's not the point. Because in Wuhan, we don't know if they purposely did it, which Miles Guo and his team do, or it inadvertently, and then they got exacerbated, which is kind of our thinking. But still, Wuhan lab was too dangerous for them to do. Are they doing gain-of-function experiments, you think, sir? If one takes the statement of this senior Pfizer executive, director level for global, uh, strategic for mRNA, if, if he is speaking truth, then it that indicates that, in fact, Pfizer is actively engaged in virtually exactly the same stuff that we believed uh, or many believe had occurred at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, in part with U.S. government funding. And uh, we have no understanding of where this might be happening. But unlike what was done at Wuhan Institute of Virology, instead of using humanized mice, they appear, if the gentleman is correct, 
to be passaging in monkeys, which are susceptible to African green macaques are the susceptible species to SARS-CoV-2. So that I, I don't know what else to say. It's what they're doing. It's exactly what you know functionally was done at Wuhan. And uh, they seem very glib about it. And they seem to, at least if you trust this gentleman as a voice of Pfizer, and he appears to reflect their corporate culture, uh, they seem to be very glib about the financial uh, benefits of uh, this strategy that they are deploying. And, and absolutely no, con no awareness um, of the potential consequences of, of their action, of the risks associated with this. He's amazingly glib and transparent and with absolutely no empathy. Dr. Malone, uh, this is obviously going to even intensify. How do people get to the book? Because your book's about the journey and the facts. How do they get to your book and your substack, all your great writings? Well, thank you very much, Steve. Uh, and we have covered the uh, RNA story of, of uh, InQtel and DARPA extensively. There are currently over 50 vaccines, mRNA vaccines, in clinical trials in the United States right now. You can find the book on Amazon. Uh, Barnes and Noble, and you can buy it direct from Skyhorse. That's lies my government told me and the better future ahead. And Substack is where we put most of our stuff. It's really um, getting a lot of traction these days. Our audience is almost and sometimes exceeds that of uh, CNN primetime. So that's rwmalonemd.substack.com. <laughs> Your Substack's amazing. Dr. Malone, thank you very much, and thank you for helping out on the Veritas. It was the, the, the yes, investigative report is amazing, and your and your way to kind of there, and, summarize and it. Everybody should know there's it. more to drop later today, um, having to do with the providence of this okay. guy. Thank you very much, Dr. Malone. We'll be back here five to seven, covering it all. Back here in the war room, Charlie Kirk on Real America's Voice is next. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the CCP. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.